said I wasn't going to say nothing, but I wanted to encourage the people to not slip back into a spirit of laziness. A lot of y'all done already gave up on your New Year's resolution. You done stopped working out and you're back running into this food be good, even though you're the perfect candidate for my 600-pound life. You just stopped helping your children with this spelling list. You started back wearing them lace front wigs. You started in the middle of your forehead hollering about what lace? What lace? The lace that we see today. Clean you out and bought diapers for the first time ever and you feel like you were the father of the year. Sir, you are not. And for those of y'all that's getting on my nerves starting these new GoFundMe pages every other day. Look, Greg Grill would have money for dance camp if it was a rumor going around that you was working a little bit. People be more compelled to give. 2019 can be your year, but you got to do the work. And I believe you can do it. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen. And, and I'm Robin. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the show. Robin is a good old original friend of the pod. Yes. And um, he's got something special coming for y'all later on. But we're just going to jump into tonight. Um, so Doyen, how's it been going? And what are you drinking tonight? Um, it's been cold in Texas. I just, uh, winter always catches me off guard. I just don't know what to do mm. when it's cold. <laughs> so I've been struggling with that, but otherwise I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? So I call it a skinny margarita, but really it's Uh-oh. just, um, tequila and lime juice. Cause I don't really like mixers. So it's just lime juice. Um, I thought you do that. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like you bought one of those um Bethany Frankel skinny girl nah. margarita stuff. No, no, because all of that stuff, all of that is nasty. Yeah. I don't know what whatever it is that makes alcohol taste good must be fattening because all <laughs> the whole skinny girl line is nasty. Like yeah. how do you mess up strawberry margarita peach margarita how do you mess up though they're all nasty because there's I no such thing as diet liquor so it just shouldn't be a thing <laughs> well, <laughs> it shouldn't be a thing well i feel like it's just like artificial sugar it's probably like a stevia which to me tastes sweeter than actual sugar and so i just don't like it that much and i kind of avoid it so i'm just good with Ugh. lime juice and oh this week i bought a, a citrus squeezer so my life has been changed <laughs> Uh, uh, is this your first citrus squeeze? Yes. I'm like, I don't have to squeeze the lime no more. I, I am delivered. Push the heart. That's so sweet. I bought like 10 limes. Well, I started trying to drink like a little warm lemon water in the morning. So I've had mine for a while now and they come in handy. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> So, Robin, how has your week been? What's going on with you? And what are you drinking? Let's see. My week has been chilly. Because <laughs> it is. it threatened to snow this past weekend. It's supposed to be mm. two degrees on Saturday. I don't even know what that two feels degrees? like. Two degrees? Two. That is a toddler. blasphemous. A toddler. See, that's blasphemous. <laughs> you had, like, real cold weather. I just have oh. play cold weather. Right. <laughs> had to wear my coat you gotta wear your coat coat <laughs> exactly so i don't even know what that means yet because i've been real warm for the last few years so uh we're gonna see how this weekend turn out and see if i don't just mm. you know move back <laughs> oh wow wow 
So what I, are you drinking? I am drinking what I named a spicy vacation because it, you know, tickles <laughs> the back of your throat, but it feels like you're on the beach. <laughs> oh Lord. So it's I'm it's gonna kiwi. need this recipe. <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. It's it's kiwi and orange with a little jalapeno juice. Um, splash a triple sec and a whole lot of tequila. Uh, and Doyen likes spicy drinks. Right. Love it. Yes, me oh, too. My. I knew, listen, I knew, I knew Robin was going to get on here with something super complicated, <laughs> super fancy. I like <laughs> Doyen, like some of the, some of the best nights of my life began with me walking in the door, looking at Robin and just telling him, surprise me. Oh. I didn't know what was going to be in the cup, but I knew <laughs> that it was going to make the night great. <laughs> It's what I do. <laughs> well, um, this week has been okay. So last week, though, after this was after we recorded, uh, Doyen sent a, a little drop to the group text for us to hear. <laughs> and I was in a meeting, and I wasn't sure that it was... Anyway, I clicked the link. I shouldn't have clicked the link. I didn't expect <laughs> it to start playing. It starts playing. <laughs> It starts playing, and if you listen to the show last week, we had uh, the it, the intro drop was this little remake of Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> but it's just, <laughs> I'm in this meeting with a room full of old white men. I click the link, and it just starts playing, and I don't know, <laughs> like I don't know where it is in the song, so I don't know if it's gonna start off with mm-hmm. "We them bitches, we take your nigga." <laughs> I just, I just start screaming. I swear, and I just go, ah! <laughs> and I didn't even realize that I was, because of course you know when your phone makes a noise at an inappropriate time, you no longer remember how to work your phone. So I couldn't get it to stop. So I'm just sitting there going, ah. Trying to be louder than the song. And I didn't even realize I was doing it until it was over. And then I looked up and everyone was staring at me. And I just smiled and said, thank you. <laughs> and everyone was like, okay. So that's that's been the basis of my week. Like, that's how everything has gone. Um, tonight, I am drinking a cherry bourbon Coke. Um, I cheated a little bit. <laughs> I used a cherry coke, which, well, anyway, I used it. I used a cherry coke because I didn't have any real cherry juice at home. Mm-hmm. I had some tart. The uh, I had some tart cherry, and I did use that. Use a little tart cherry bourbon, a splash of grenadine. I did not have. I did shake it in the shaker, but of course not over ice because I don't have ice. <laughs> but Aww. it's really good and it's super it's super cherry y since I used a cherry coke. <laughs> but it's good. Okay. We're yeah. just gonna move on because you keep reminding me that you don't have ice at your house. Um, ice I mean, waters down drinks. I have ice at my house, but I don't use it in my drinks because I don't like ice see? either. <laughs> see? Well see like see? I don't like because a lot of people like putting their alcohol in the freezer and I think it makes it slushy. So my alcohol is usually like room temperature, so something needs to cool down a little bit. No, I don't put alcohol in the freezer. Oh, yeah, I don't either. I just don't use ice. <laughs> Alrighty. We're weird like that. It's okay. 
<laughs> Moving along. <laughs> uh, this moment in Black's, my Black history. Um, so on Netflix, we watched this movie called Kings, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And the two birds that I watched it with <laughs> were like, it's so much. There's a death in here. And I'm like, y'all made me watch New Jack City. So what are you First talking about? All, let's, talk, let's talk context. Because all TV deaths are not created equal. So there is a such thing as context. However, I did not think that it was bad. It was just too much for me that night. Like, it was just a lot. It was a lot. And, and you know, it could be because when we watch some of the older movies, I've already seen it. I know what to expect. I mean, that could be a factor, too. Right. But, I mean, I watched it. Yeah, calm down, because I go back to my original <laughs> point. Not all TV deaths are created equal. <laughs> and there was just a lot of context. So... But it, it wasn't bad at all. Like I said um, before, you know, when you told me Halle Berry had on her, I'm trying to say my kids wig. I knew what to expect hey. from her performance. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that wig is always the the warning. Like, but it was good. The only thing I the only thing I didn't like about it was um, I didn't like I didn't see the need for James Bond. I didn't see the need for him. I don't know his real name, but. Daniel something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah. Like, that, well, I love me, like, an unnecessary love plot. But it was just weird because, like, if you look at the way Netflix describes it, it's talking about, like, you know, weird neighbor. And I'm like, that story didn't even pan out like they said it would. <laughs> it was just like, he, she had... Have you seen Have you seen this, Robin? I have not. On Netflix, it's Kings, and it basically takes place like right at the time of the uh, riots in LA after the Rodney King beating. Okay, but James Bond, yeah. the reason why I didn't like it because I'm, I'm like you doing it, I do like a random <laughs> love interest, but it was if he really had been black, I probably would have liked it better. But it, it started to fall into kind of a white hero-ish type deal. And I just wasn't feeling it for that particular movie in this particular frame that I'm in right now. So it was just kind of like, eh, I could but he, But he didn't have a major role. So yeah. it's not like he was in my face a whole lot. Yeah, it was a very side role. I didn't understand why he was throwing his furniture over. <laughs> over the ledge like it was it was really weird but yeah at the end of the day um i don't know i was just like y'all wanted me to watch black movies and then y'all didn't like my black movie <laughs> again i want to say again context and it wasn't that it wasn't a good movie it was just the timing was just kind of like because uh, everybody's still so raw from so much so it's just kind of like mm. yeah. but you know i it's not something that i it's not something that i would you know turn down watching again yeah. and i i watched it i was able to watch it i just had to look away a lot and this constant i had to focus on the wig <laughs> 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 So moving on to current events, this is actually not on the episode note list, but I had to talk okay. about it. Hamburger. I, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I laughed out loud. Oh at the I like That's y'all president. First of all, it's just like it's like me hanging out with like a ten year old, and I don't know what ten year olds eat. So we go into McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> Like, that's literally what he did. And then somebody I followed on Twitter was like, you know, he could have played into his base and just served chicken because clearly, demographically, Clemson has a lot of niggas. <laughs> Everybody would have yeah. been happy. <laughs> Look, like I, said, like I said, you in the middle of a shutdown, ain't but a third of the White House working, no way. So you just mm. had to tap Sarah Huckabee on her shoulder and say, hey, I need you to go make a run for me. <laughs> And she wouldn't pick up all these hamburgers. Okay, that's <laughs> and they they didn't have no warmers. It was just right. cold. Fried. You know it was cold. You know that shit was cold. You know those chicken nuggets was cold. <laughs> you can't. Who want a cold fillet of fish? Who wants a right. cold fillet of fish? I know from the past where I get drunk halfway through a McDouble. You can't warm up. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's no, no, food no. and enjoy it again. <laughs> you can't. I just thought, why did why just do nothing? Here again, we have a situation where someone is doing something when they could have just done nothing. But honestly, why? that's like how he eats. He likes fast food. He He's does, like but I feel old. like I feel like there are so many little small businesses right there around the White House, yeah. these little mom and pop restaurants that would have enjoyed to cater this meal for the White House. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you done went and got double stacks. <laughs> and then, did you see Burger King's tweet? Yeah, they said, we're out of hamburgers. <laughs> Only hamburgers today. <laughs> I laughed out loud. Like, I'm glad I was the only one upstairs today because I did a lot of um, laughing out <laughs> I'm just glad that the rest of the world is as petty as me. Like, <laughs> Photoshopping uh Sarah is a hamburger. <laughs> oh, I saw one with him as a hamburger too. I saw one with him and one with Sarah. <laughs> I just honestly, I mean like a charcuterie board, like all you gotta do. Something. <laughs> like, like I have I have risked my my brain cells. <laughs> I've been out here like slamming into other big bodies. And all I get is some food I can go down the street for? I could have went to the student union for that. Okay. That's ridiculous. Right. Like, their school has that food. Uh, They get better meals at the athletic booster meals. Like, they get steaks. (laughs) You know, like, real food. Yes. Even when we were in high school, <laughs> right? Steak and potato. Yes. Same. But then the band got like hot dogs. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I was in band too, but because I cheered, I got to eat steak. Oh. Exactly. And I was mascot, so we had good food. <laughs> so you got the good food. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Sorry. Right. Okay. <laughs> we love you. Anyways. Moving on. Um. So Netflix just. This whole week, I feel like they've just been about a whole lot of business that they didn't need to be about. So, yeah. first of all, they're trying to um, figure out the issue of people sharing Netflix passwords with friends and, you know, trying to cut down on that. And I understand it's a big problem for them. Uh, 
I remember I saw somebody tweet that like uh, Netflix is trying to figure out how 30 million people watch Bird Box with four passwords. (laughs) 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 Got (laughs) it! Wait! I told you, I told you to be ready. The soundboard is gonna be ready. I'm never gonna be ready for that. (laughs) Um... Yeah, and then uh, today they announced that they're increasing prices again, and it's just like... I saw that. I mean, I don't pay for Netflix, but I would be mad. (laughs) Okay, so... (laughs) Go again, step out of the conversation. (laughs) Shout out to the Netflix payer in my life. (laughs) I pay for Hulu. You know, when I saw that, I don't even... I was like, I don't even remember what plan I have, <laughs> but I pay for Netflix, but I don't pay for Hulu. Yeah. Like I pay for Netflix and my mom pays for Hulu. And so we share with each other. Yeah, exactly. So That's I the relationship like, I've got. I feel too. like we should be. Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like we should be able to continue that relationship. Right. Well, see, and the thing that gets me, though, is now with a basic Netflix package, you can register six devices and stream two yeah. things at a time. So mm-hmm. what's the problem? <laughs> We'll see. Okay, so we reviewed two separate articles, and they both pretty much said the same thing. But the first article, the tone was a little harsh, and it was like, they're coming to get y'all. But the second article made me feel like, okay, so what we're doing is going to be fine. They're really coming after these uh, people who are selling. You know when you see those ads? (laughs) You know when you see those ads on Instagram, and it's like, Get your cable with HBO, Netflix, Hulu, Stars for twenty dollars a month. Right. <laughs> it sounds like they're trying to take those people down. That's what the the second one made me feel like. It made me feel like we'll be okay. Yeah, because they need to stay out of my business. We'll find a way. I have not seen such ethnic ads. <laughs> <laughs> have you not? No. But wait, wait. Let me let me say. Robin, maybe it's just us because I the people that are posting those answers that I see are people that we know that we went to school. Exactly. <laughs> and they were like DM serious inquiries only. And I'm not gonna lie, a time or two I thought about it, I was like, mm mm. I can't be in the middle of watching Game of Thrones and they shut my door. Right. right. <laughs> then my... it's gonna be a problem. Mm-hmm. I feel like for my Netflix Hulu relationship, because it's my best friend, I think we've been doing this since like college where I pay yeah. for Hulu, she has my login, she pays for Netflix. We're fine. Right. Netflix. See, I think I messed the- up once. So I like I gave my password out too many times and I didn't realize mm-hmm. it. And like I was mm-hmm. watching something that I was really into and then mm-hmm. it told me too many things were streaming and Ooh. it cut me off. <laughs> so I changed my password and then when people started calling me, I act like I ain't know what happened. <laughs> I've literally been no. thinking about that because like there's one time I was watching something usually I'll just kick everybody off the account at once and then I'll go in and log in and make sure I can watch what I want to watch but um I feel like I've given my password out to too many people that I no longer talk to so I'm like I'm gonna go change my password and yep. if I talk well, to them I might give it to them it's not you know Netflix or whatever but <laughs> It made me think about something else, and I just completely forgot it. 
It was something about a password and I was watching something or maybe not. Maybe I was oh, oh, oh. So yeah. Y'all, the 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 jig is up. So title, Apple Music, uh everything else that I subscribe to apparently has figured out that I'm no longer a college student. <laughs> and they are all they are all emailing me at once talking about prove it. <laughs> prove it. Like everybody's wanted to prove it. And I'm I'm getting nervous. <laughs> Like, I just got a warning from Apple today. It's like, you got 15 days. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you can't still be in school. (laughs) Right. I had, and everybody was always like, Christian, you have all of the subscriptions. Like, you have, you got all the subscriptions. And I wouldn't tell my secret. I'd be like, well, you know, I just like, you know, a lot of different stuff. (laughs) These bitches think I'm in school and now they know I'm not. Girl. <laughs> oh, so I'm had so needless to say, I'm gonna have to let some of them go because I can't. I'm not gonna pay full price for all of the streams it, on all of the networks. You can right. let go of title until Beyonce releases another album. And, and um, <laughs> that is the only reason why I was even holding on to title right. was for Beyonce. That was the only reason. I bet so. you Jay be so mad. He be looking at the numbers and they spike. <laughs> <laughs> anytime, her, anytime she <laughs> drops something and then they drop. <laughs> Is that Becca? Has Becca joined us? Becca. <laughs> hey. Hey, hamburger. Hey, so that's because y'all's president doesn't know how to spell had. hamburger. And he said he gave a thousand <laughs> ham benders to Clemson last night. We just had that conversation. <laughs> and Becca, when you're on time, see, you would have known. You just had that laugh. The shade. Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> You know what? Sometimes I just had I had to mess with you, Becca. You know I have to. I have to. <laughs> okay, Doyen. Wow. Some of us have social lives wow. and wow. have really? things Tiger. to do. Tiger. 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 Now, Becca, you just got here. I'm not gonna let you come for my boring ass life. <laughs> <laughs> you're right you're right i'm so sorry okay, i'm so yeah, sorry I'm my bad distraction okay so the next article literally the comment under it was ain't nobody making babies in trump's america <laughs> and honestly if you think about it with the recession and stuff like that like as millennials we ain't doing it or we're having babies unless we think we can afford babies. So as many of us are under the burden of student debt, I don't want to have a kid unless if I could, you know, save up and pay for their college, which means a second kid is very questionable because mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't pay for two colleges. <laughs> like sometimes I feel that same way. Like sometimes I feel like, you know, I need to start <laughs> better 
transparent, at least put a bigger dent in my student loan mm-hmm. so that I can, you know, pay huh. for my possible children to go to school. And then sometimes it's like, fuck them kids. You better get it like I got it. <laughs> but, but I know, but I, then I get angry with my parents for basically saying, fuck me. So, so you know, I, I do think that that plays a huge part of it, though. And then, like, nowadays, like, daycare is low-key tuition, like, college tuition. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is what we paid in, you know, undergrad, and they got to pay it just for, like, not them taking care of your kid. There was an article in Forbes a couple months ago, and it was talking about how before a child is 18, like, parents now will spend $250,000 on them. That doesn't even include college. Like, That's just before their OT expenses. Much formula costs like that shit is high. Yeah. Like I mean, that formula alone, and like my wick hookup has retired. She doesn't even work at the- <laughs> right. I'm saying, yeah, the lady, listen, the lady that was over the wick in my hometown is my church member. Oh, she and is. She had every- <laughs> and she, yep, and she had everybody at church on wick. If you didn't have to worry about it, you didn't have to worry about it. You married, got a good job. Don't worry about it, girl. Come on here, get you some wick. Right. But now she done retired. So what the hell am I doing? Speaking of wick, I really miss the King Vitamin cereal. <laughs> <laughs> that was Girl. that was my shit <laughs> listen I'm laughing but one of the best parts of my daddy having so many kids is that his baby mamas would always give me some of the wick mm-hmm. so like those like cause you know you have a newborn baby that baby not gonna eat those uh, Chef 4ID cups you put in the microwave <laughs> 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 I, I was at Mississippi State with all of the all of the milk and Chef RD anybody could ever want. The spaghetti rolls. That shelf stable box, box milk. <laughs> that, that milk in the box that never <laughs> Right. How does it not expire? Shelf stable AF. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I think we just somebody used somebody having kids and they would just have it and like i love me some king vitamin but i mentioned like teen pregnancy being on the down which is great i think that that has a lot to do with preventative measures Mm -hmm. right i mean i think parents are having that talk too like earlier (laughs) and kind of these teenage mothers are trying to break this Mm -hmm. cycle and like okay girl you doing what all right you kissed the boy okay let's go get these pills Yeah, right. <laughs> we ain't scared of pills. <laughs> we are not. Yes. I just encourage everybody else to have a baby and let me play with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all, y'all go first. I got y'all. See, that's how I feel too, though. And Keep they can even spend the night with me. <laughs> Listen, I, I kept my niece my when my sister was working nights. She was five months when we started. You know, when I started keeping her. I would just be staring at her sometimes like, oh, this is too much. Am I screwing up this human? Yeah. Like I just told her to get out my face. Did that scar for life? <laughs> it, was, it was just too much. It was too much. And she wasn't even like my full-time responsibility. Right. And it was just too much. Just, is that the same yeah. niece that used to go with us to like, to La Fiesta? <laughs> uh, bless your heart. Bless your 
heart. Oh, no. no. That was my baby sister. Oh, that's right. That was your is, sister. Okay. Who is, <laughs> yes, who is now a sophomore at State. That make me feel that, real old. Right, right, right. <laughs> I was 19 years old and my dad out there still having kids. So, yeah. <laughs> my baby sister went everywhere with us. Oh, wow. Everywhere. <laughs> And she really thought she was one of us. She did, for real. <laughs> so, moving on. In contrast, apparently future wants more babies. He's trying to make up the difference. <laughs> he said that he has given up on love because... I just caught what she said. But basically, he said that he had not had a chance for real love, I think, because of his career or some other bullshit. But bullshit. he's open to more children. And I have faith. Mm. How many kids does he have? Six. And I have faith that he will have more. I have faith. Oh, he will. He will. And I'm all I'm gonna say is, don't judge me if I have one of them for him. <laughs> Let me tell you, Future got some flawless ass. Oh, I skin. thought you were gonna say. Like I don't. Oh my god! I don't know nothing about. <laughs> his he has to. If he if these if he carrying on the way he carrying on. And these girls willing to be pregnant at the same time? No, that don't mean it's good. That just means he <laughs> right. got dick. Right. <laughs> it don't necessarily that's mean true. it's good. That they is just, true. And he, got, and I, he got money. Because I have, I have acted a fool over some subpar. So you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I mean, right. he's attractive. <laughs> somewhat. He's fairly yeah, attractive. So yeah, he's fine. It's not. He's real fine. <laughs> not, you know. <laughs> Dwayne is like, uh, I mean, I just say it's not like Lil Wayne who looks like a little roach but has a lot of kids too. (laughs) (laughs) I've told y'all, I'd probably still smash based on empirical evidence, but anyways, (laughs) I cannot (laughs) wait. All I'm saying is, I believe in future, and if I can help anyone achieve their goals in life. I feel like that is my responsibility to do so. So if I can help him achieve his goal of having more babies, I will do so. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. I will invite y'all to the baby show. Okay. Yeah. And we'll be there. Hey, we, com- we coming. <laughs> I was about to say I'll introduce y'all to Drake, but actually I'll probably be trying to have one for him too. So it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's how you're going to do? <laughs> These girls don't know how to have their baby and shut their mouth and sit down. <laughs> I will show them how. Collect and nobody got to check. know. Collect the check. Collect chick. your check. If Drake want to hide me and my baby, fine. That is fine. I'm going to hide my baby from y'all at the school. Fine. As long as he paid my student loans as, and the baby future student okay. loans. Because these, because these student loans will stress our baby. <laughs> you need to go ahead and take care of that. Speaking of people's future. Yes. So Jeff Bezos or Bezos? I don't know. Um, Let's call him Mr. Amazon. Okay. Amazon.com. Filed for a divorce with his wife. And I mean, 
they called it amicable, but everybody knows that he was all into the side chick because the texts are out there for everybody to read. Basically, I think when he got married, there was no prenup. And because they're in Washington, it would be 50-50 split. So literally, he would drop to the fourth richest man and his wife would suddenly be the richest woman in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Um, and so you know first of all there's like a whole like jeff bezos like mr amazon um challenge where like you text one of the texts that he sent to his side chick to your significant other i said it to oh my, my boyfriend God. he didn't even notice because i'm just that dramatic <laughs> <laughs> What was the text? What? What did you say? What the text? Oh, let me see if I can find it. Um, Girl, you got to be ready with receipts. Sorry. That was a lot. I, I texted right. a lot. <laughs> You'd be surprised to know that. Okay. So no, no, I'm not it surprised. Says, <laughs> right? Uh, it says, you right. know what I want? I want to get a little drunk with you tonight. Not falling down. Just a little drunk. I want to walk, talk to you and play with you. Listen and laugh. I basically, in all caps, want to be with you, three exclamation marks. Then <laughs> I want to fall asleep with you <laughs> and wake up tomorrow and read the paper with you and have coffee with you. Like, he was just like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I was just like, that sounds, <laughs> that sounds like a regular text from me. <laughs> right? like, that's, not like, even a drunk, that's not even a drunk Chris right. text. <laughs> it's just, yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, he but see, said for, a whole for a dude, lot. You went from side chick to that's my woman. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That all caps. Uh, I want to be with right. you. Right. <laughs> um, nah, calm down. <laughs> Relax. Relax, mom. <laughs> so, I guess, kind of talking about it, I think with my friends, we talked about like prenups. And I know in the past, I even like with my coworker, we were talking about it. I was like, you know, my future is extremely bright. Like having a prenup would not be a bad idea because I know that I'm just going to be, I am that shit. And so one day, (laughs) talk about it. One day it's going to manifest monetarily. (laughs) And I need need you to know that you can't have half. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Mm. I've just never understood why women get, some women get all up in arms when wealthier men want a prenup. I I would not care because first of all, like, yes, I want to protect me. I want to protect my assets, my future assets, because I have none now. I want to protect my future assets, but also I need to be sure that I don't sit here and put my life on hold for you while you chase your dream, I'm loving you. I'm having these babies. I'm cleaning this house. I'm doing all that. Then you leave me high and dry. No, sir. Cut me a check. But I think also- if I'm here loving on you, mm-mm. I, I want protection too. Yeah. I think the point is, first of all, you're are way more amicable before you get into the marriage. But I think also yes. working with lawyers who create those caveats and like safety nets for you so if i'm with you for five years i get x percent you know and you know yeah i'm with you for 10 15 and things like mm-hmm. that so no it's not like oh you definitely never need to sign something that's like oh i'm leaving with uh, what i came with because that's stupid right. <laughs> that's stupid that is stupid no. And then, like, because my my love carried you right. through okay right. and then like infidelity clauses. 
I love carries you through. Like a damn lifetime movie. <laughs> or like a straight to Netflix black movie. Right. <laughs> With two scenes. <laughs> and Monique is my mama. Oh. <laughs> Ruben Fetter's your man. <laughs> oh, so you showed out. Mm-hmm. You showed out. <laughs> But at the end of the day, I think you can, in whichever way, like, you can be smart with the prenup and create, like, infidelity yeah. causes, you know, time spent causes and things like that to make sure that you don't get your money whichever way. Right. I mean, she definitely yeah. was there with him from the beginning. I mean, yeah. when they started this business in the garage, mm-hmm. I mean, she was right, right. there. But this mm-hmm. taught me that there are nine states not to get married in. Because <laughs> you yes. can't get half. <laughs> I'm just not gonna get it. I'm not gonna give all that to you. So there are nine states I'm gonna stay away from. So what happens if you get married and you sign a prenup in one state and then you move to another state and that's where y'all get a divorce? Whose rules do you follow? I feel like the state you signed it in. Uh-huh. I think it's, it's where the state where you got married. Is. Good to know. Good to know. And it's funny because I found out this one thing. Like when I was in Florida, one of my friends worked for um, like a mortgage lender. And Florida is not one of these community property states, but they do have a law that if you buy property, your spouse has to know. And she had a guy in that was trying to buy a house for his side piece. And she was like, okay, well, just wait right here. Um, Mm -mm. What's your wife's number? I'm gonna have to call her to make sure it's okay. And he was like, what you mean? (laughs) It must not be... It must not be like that. Wait, 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 wait. First of all, what kind of life is he living where he can buy That's a whole house for his side chick? You're asking too many questions, Becca. That might be my come up. Let me find this man, okay? You too many questions. You don't ask how the sausage is made. Okay? You just eat it. I was going to say it must not be like that in Atlanta with Kirk buying random places for his side chick. Oh my goodness. Before we move on, I do want to mention something that we're none of us are gonna like. Uh-uh. You know, when are we gonna give up Amazon? We've been knowing for a while now that this man is trash. He treats his employees awful. Stop. And he does it because he knows I don't have a choice. I have to order from Amazon. You, I mean, you're really, you're honestly asking me to do a whole lot. Listen. I had a box at my door, I had a box at my door today, right. Saturday, last Wednesday. Don't, you pushing it. <laughs> I right. order stuff all the time. I just gave up Facebook. I just gave up Facebook last month. It's, it's too soon for me to give up Amazon. First of all, I just, I you're... just Asking me to leave my home and see people. Okay. <laughs> now, I order stuff off Amazon all the time that I literally could just go to Walgreens and get. <laughs> right. Like, I, just, I just want to make sure that we are the uh, social responsible pod that we say we are. <laughs> and and make sure we cover the topics no matter how uncomfortable they That's are fair. but yeah. i'm not asking anyone to give up amazon because i can't give up amazon <laughs> but i'm just saying you know if we go turn a blind eye let's just turn it together no thank you for bringing this <laughs> to our consciousness so now right. we gotta be mindful of this shit thank <laughs> you, don't you. Sound <laughs> <laughs> you don't sound thankful at all <laughs> 
I'm still working on taking off my Dak Prescott poster from my wall. Um, Fuck that. Getting rid of my Dak Prescott cup. I just... Uh, I will come and clean up for you. How about that? I don't know about that. I'm still in mourning. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. That that one was easier for me to give up. Um, yeah. But it's, it's been yeah, hard, but same. Amazon, I do feel guilty, but, but I also order something literally every day. Yeah. I really do. So I I don't know what I'm going to do. Pray, I guess. Like, I don't watch the NFL, but y'all don't understand. Dak Prescott got Mississippi State to number one. We ain't never getting back Doing there. <laughs> we aren't. Doing number one. Doing. I have been Doing a Mississippi true. State fan since. Every single last one of our voices right now <laughs> on this pod, we are all Mississippi State alums. Okay? Everybody. We get it. Right. We get it. We are all along. I've been a Mississippi State fan since June 27, 1988. Like, it's just gonna... Give me a second. I just need to work it. No, ma'am. Get through it. But Mm. I've been black since January 22, 1980. So, it's like... Okay. It's like... Come on. I'm sorry. But I do not judge. I do not judge. You can love him. Um, just love him in private. Right. It's not even that I love him. I just haven't worked through my whole feelings about him. Anyways. <laughs> Fully. You just haven't canceled him yet. And, hey, that's valid because, again, I mm-hmm. am going to order from Amazon and just pray about it. Right. I mean, she. it's not like she's going broke. <laughs> <laughs> she's about to be the oh richest one. <laughs> Okay, I'm, uh, oh, Lord. as an intersectional feminist, I'm going to pray and work on my heart. <laughs> I feel like every week, Doyen says, thanks for yes. asking, when we ask her about her week, and she says that she's an intersectional yes. feminist. So just in case anybody <laughs> does not know... <laughs> I just bought an intersectional <laughs> feminist t shirt, so I'm really excited to share it with y'all when I get it. Oh, from where? Oh, never mind. Don't tell okay. us. Why not? <laughs> because because we're not giving free publicity on the pod. Okay. They can pay. I'll text y'all. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so moving on from that, we are going to our last hot topic, which is Soldier Boy. <laughs> ready. Oh, you had that ready. You had that ready. The first sentence in this article said that rap. Soldier Boy is one of hip hop's young innovators. They said what now? Wait, say it again. Hmm. I didn't hear you. Rapper Soldier Boy is one of Uh hip hop's young innovators. Okay. Even though he has been in the music industry over 10 years now, the self-proclaimed quotation marks, Big Soldier, (laughs) is still Mm. under the (laughs) age of 30. In recent years, Big Soldier took his fair share of losses. Wait, wait, wait. His name Big is Soldier. Big Soldier now? I did not know that. I feel like maybe he should have gone with Soldier Man. <laughs> Soldier Young Adult. 
I did not know he was a big soldier. Maybe, now. maybe soldier man. Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anyways, um, he's actually done some things otherwise, though. Like he said a lot. Yeah, and well, in the year twenty eighteen, like, <laughs> like people. So people don't give Soldier Boy his proper credit, okay? Mm-hmm. Because he really did. He really is an innovator in hip hop and in music because Soldier Boy was one of the ones who really changed the way we consume music, specifically mm-hmm. the mixtape. And Soldier Boy was one of the first ones who just started putting music out there. He was probably one of the first acts who literally got rich off a of mixtape. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many actual studio albums he has. I'm going to say not many because most of what he's done our mixtapes and he just put them out there whereas back in my day <laughs> mm. you had to go to album alley or you had to go to, you had to, go to an actual record store <laughs> camelot okay talk about it you had to go to an actual store to get a mixtape whereas and i'm a mixtape girl i love mixtapes mm-hmm. whereas today when i see people like try to sell that mixtape i'm like fuck out of here i'm going on that piff and get that shit for free like i don't, I don't pay for mixtapes anymore or soundcloud um, or so, exactly or soundcloud so he really did kind of change things up and he created a whole ass dance he did he created a whole ass sound and a whole and and he from mississippi so it's like yeah, hey. and Beyonce but, also quoted him on one of her songs right did. he has a whole credit on a Beyonce right. album and how many of y'all can say that? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> However, he is also the epitome of you played yourself. <laughs> multiple times. Multiple times. <laughs> you know, I just feel like, at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to be out here like, I'm Soldier Boy's biggest fan. But, like, there's songs no. that I like. Um, yeah. <laughs> y'all, remember, like what, y'all remember when Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy... Rock or whatever. Name was. <laughs> what was the name of it? Pretty Boy Swag. Pretty Boy Swag. Are y'all trying, oh. are y'all trying to act like y'all don't remember Pretty Boy Swag? Oh, that was my joint. I, don't, I remember. Yeah. That oh, was my man. shit. This right here is my Pretty Swag. Listen, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying it out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh, I man. feel like that was a level three anthem. <laughs> We didn't even have campus, but we still was in (laughs) In the hot box. Lord, it wasn't ever for your hot box. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess my thing with him is, first of all, he needs some real friends because Mm. (laughs) he gets upset because apparently y'all feel like Tiger had a better come back than he did Tiger! Tiger! <laughs> <laughs> and he did not agree with that and i was just so at first upon first <laughs> view of that video i thought well actually soldier boy is right he did have a bigger year not in music but in money and business mm-hmm. then mm. lo and behold <laughs> nintendo done snatched your shit mm. Why is that funny? Because because he was ranting on Twitter about 
Nintendo ain't gonna do shit. And y'all don't know how to do business. If y'all knew how business worked, y'all would know that if Nintendo was gonna do something, they would have been did it. Uh... <laughs> and he was just going on and on and how everything is legit, everything legit. And um, no, that's not the case. Actually, right now, today, at this very moment, if you go into your browser and type in soldiergames.com, Nintendo got something for you. <laughs> <laughs> Nintendo rerouted that shit. They pulled because his console. Are you serious? Because Soldier right bit off of other games, gaming systems right. to make his games. He pretty much stole everybody else's stuff and called his shit original. And there's, oh, wow. And there's been other attempts to do this. Um, like there've been other consoles that do this because what his console basically was like, we're gonna take on the same format so that you can play any type of game on this console, and we're gonna mimic. It's like a mimicker, so it's gonna mimic Nintendo and everybody else and the Sony system and everything. Yeah, PlayStation and all. Yeah. So the first article what? that came up said, finally, Soldier Boy is setting <laughs> bootleg <laughs> video game. <laughs> he did all of that talk and doing it i cannot lie when i typed in soldier games soldiergames.com no soldiergame.com and it went straight to nintendo i thought nintendo petty like (laughs) (laughs) and then he turned around and just created another game that rips up another one (laughs) <laughs> and they were like it was a sony they're like it's a sony system with um like another type of games joysticks <laughs> like keep making mm-hmm. two games to make one like that's gonna fool them uh, right <laughs> let's go get them let's not <laughs> got <him. laughs> let's not reinvent the wheel here just <laughs> steal where it works best <sighs> And he, and then, see, I didn't realize that he had a whole, he's got a whole enterprise going. So they were like, he also has like knockoff uh, AirPods that are, that are like. Oh, the soldier pods. Yes. (laughs) The soldier pods. I saw that last night. Soldier boy. Like soldier boy China. Apple is. Stealing shit. <laughs> Apple is gonna right. get your ass. Right. Like, <sighs> right. He's That's literally hard. made his whole enterprise off of Jack and other folks shit. Uh-huh. Mm. At least he has mm-hmm. an enterprise. Oh, what did you do this week? I know. What did you do? At least he's doing something. And not like oh, wow. just stealing people's pictures on Instagram. Anyways. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if he. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a little premature from Ray J. Nineteen, when we just halfway through January. That's all. Yeah, we just got here. Hey. <laughs> I just. I wonder if he tried to take like a page from Ray J. Because you know Ray J has all this stuff. <laughs> I really want those Ray J glasses though. Like <laughs> Listen. Listen. those glasses look fire. <laughs> I cannot wait to flip the glasses on y'all. <laughs> like, bitch, what the flip? <laughs> oh, bless their soul. Um, so we're going to move yes. on to our poor life something is. 
poor life something. I can't So I really wanted to, you know, in an effort of making better decisions, being a better person in 2019, really wanted to focus on being more active in the community. That made me think of my dear friend, Robin, because Robin has all this experience with community involvement, community engagement, activism, and Robin knows how to get you elected. Let me tell you, Robin, how long had Deal been mayor? I don't even 36 remember. 36 years. <laughs> 30, Robin ran a campaign, okay, that dethroned the mayor of our hometown who had been mayor for 36 years wow. and was on the path to continue being mayor. Wow. Like, no one no one that ever ran against him succeeded. Mm. But this young guy decided, I mean, he's young, you know, for a mm-hmm. politician, decided that he was going to run and put Robin on his team and they got the job done. So, Robin, I want you to just take a second and just first kind of tell us about what it is you well first do. i want to say that i'm interested in running for city janitor and i have a shady past so we don't have to clear that <laughs> <laughs> we gonna get you we also, gonna get you set up Doyen, for success <laughs> robin doyan is going to also need to know does she need to delete yes. her before she runs <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and make that a strong yes. <laughs> Basement too. So tell us a little bit. Jesus Christ. Please, please leave Facebook. Please tell us a little bit about what you do, Robin, and how you make our life a little better, our world a little better. Ooh, that is a good question. Um, <laughs> first off, I said I was going to start with this with this quote that just like, it really hit me today. Um, cause I was, you know, catching them on the news and reading up and it is from the worst person I know on the planet. And if I knew an alien, I'd probably like them better, <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> the quote is, I do have a plan on the shutdown, but to understand mm-hmm. the plan, you would have to understand the fact that I won the election and I promised mm-hmm. safety and security for the American people. But of the promise was a wall at the Southern border border. Elections have consequences. It's only the last line I really want you to pay attention to. Elections have consequences. Hmm. And wow. we have Wow, let's let's get I, that some applause. <laughs> <laughs> For the people in the back, elections hmm. have consequences. <laughs> oh my God. If he is not the biggest example of that, like one hundred percent. So kind of just, you know, a little bit of my background. My grandparents probably started all this foolishness within me to just want to be involved and out there and helping everybody I see. Um, My grandfather on my dad's side was the first black principal back in our hometown. Mm -hmm. So he had like just, you know, all the kids knew him. Everybody knew him. Everybody in my hometown knew exactly who I was, which is a gift and a curse because it got on my nerves. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My maternal grandparents, um, my granddad worked on the railroad. My grandmother, because you're talking back in the, you know, in the 20s and 30s, pretty much ran the revolution back in her hometown, back in southern Mississippi. And, you know, because like the women had to be the ones to kind of hold it down because the men were scared they were going to lose their jobs Uh if they stepped out and did anything. So my grandmother had the meetings at the church with all the, you know, with all the church women and how they were going to do this and do that and campaign against this and that. 
And I've got uncles and aunts who have, you know, gone to jail for, you know, for sit-ins and for boycotts and, and all that. So um really didn't have a choice. Both my parents were educators. So it was just pretty much like instilled in me. Like our house was full at all times of just people. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm one of two only children. <laughs> me and my brother are 14 years apart. <laughs> <laughs> So by the time I was four years old, he was gone. He was in Mississippi State. And, you know, I'm at home all by myself being spoiled. And I loved it. I I didn't ever want a sibling in the house with me. <laughs> but my friends loved my house. They were always there. Like, all these kids that my parents taught were, like, always at our house. Like, for tutoring, for meals. <laughs> my mom had this modeling club and etiquette club. Um, you know, that she ran out of the house. So, like, people were just, like, always oh, there. Hold, hold on a second, Robin. No, I'm going to interrupt <laughs> you one second. And because we don't we don't give away our affiliations, but Robin's mother is our soror. <laughs> Ooh. There. Yes, she okay. is. She's amazing. Screech, screech. She's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, carry on. So, she, um... Yeah, like just, you know, people were always there and they took me to go vote with them. They took me to like the, all the little community meetings and, and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's kind of where it got started in me. Like, you know, why are my parents so active? Like, what are they doing? And it didn't really ever take like an explanation from them. It was just like them leading by example, like me seeing them do, you know, what they do. Um, So like with community engagement, I'm like, everybody thinks that, okay, oh my God, like I got to start my own grassroots movement. I'm like, no, it's plenty of stuff out there. <laughs> you really don't have to start your own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you can just jump yeah. in on somebody else's and just, you know, do what you can do. And it's like, you don't have to, like, be just, like, so grand or so big. Like, it's really 15 minutes of reading to some kids at a daycare. You know, it's mm-hmm. like yeah. showing people something that they've never seen before. You know what I mean? Like, just, mm-hmm. you know, okay, I'm grown with this, you know, career right now. And... You know, I know the people back in my hometown, maybe they don't get get outside of their area. So let me go show them what can happen. That's actually really helpful because I think a lot of people get intimidated and feel like they don't even know how to start because they're like, I have to do so much. I have to make this big impact, do this really big thing or like start this really big movement. So it's really helpful to hear that all it takes is just like that one incremental first step. And that makes such a huge difference. Right. Because you really don't have to do like this big grandiose gesture to get involved. So it's like, you know, I like to tell people all the time, like, you know, find your passion. You know, don't go off. You know, I'm like, if you don't like kids, don't go read to these snotty nose first graders. <laughs> you know? right. Like, right. That's not your thing. And that's OK. <laughs> but, you know, you have to find your thing. So if it's kids, if it's youth, if it's elderly, if it's homeless, if it's gay teens or single mothers or, you know, people out of prison, like, you know, animals, like whatever your passion is, like figure out what that is. And then you just go out there and you do it. Mm-hmm. So yes. that can be. <laughs> You know, like the nursing homes, like, you know, these old people, they just want somebody to talk to or play a game with mm-hmm. them. Like, you know, go and do that for 30 minutes on a Saturday or, you know, when you get off work. I think one of the most impressive things that I witnessed Robin do was show Black teens, boys specifically, but Black teens, period, that you can be popular, you can be cool, 
and still go to college and get a degree. Mm-hmm. Because we had a lot of, I mean, y'all, <laughs> y'all aren't, we aren't all from the same place, but we all went to state. So y'all know what our, what my mm-hmm. hometown is like. And, you know, I was very fortunate that I, I come from a family of educators too. So I knew what education was and I knew that I could still be me and be as uh, fancy hood as I wanted to be <laughs> and still get an education and it'd be fine. That doesn't make me a square. But a lot of guys wanted to, they just didn't know the options were there. Mm-hmm. And I think that was one thing to see, to see Robin and to see him, you know, he's got a degree, he dressed nice, he's got money and all of this, but he didn't do anything illegal to get this. Mm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying to be PC now, but he didn't have to go stand on the block and sell dope to get this money when that was the option that and and let me be very clear that was the option that a lot of our friends took and they didn't have to but that was the way for them to be quick about it and i think it helped to show robin someone who was just very popular very on like when robin came around Zoyan. What? I haven't even done anything yet. I'm just gonna, I was gonna make okay. a reference. When Robin came around, it's like when Money Making Mitch came around. It was just like because Robin had everything, <laughs> and it was just, <laughs> and it was just. I think it was very important for them to, and not only see that, but to see how he poured into others. Mm. Like I think that that was important for kids. Because I think what it was, because like the drug game was. I mean, it was popular back home. Like, you know, yeah. everybody wanted to be and right and strong. Like everybody wanted to be this guy on the corner, this guy driving this or having these chicks or doing this or doing that. And everybody knew how they got it. So it's like these young guys mm-hmm. are coming up and they're looking at that. And it's like, okay, that's what I want to be. Like, how do I get there? And I needed to show them there's a different route to that. Like you can still be like, you know, everybody can know your name. Everybody can still know who you are mm-hmm. and what you do without going that route. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, so, this, right. well, kind of, well, I probably never would have gotten into a drug thing game, but what really like deterred me <laughs> <laughs> was a coldest winter ever. I just saw how that family got fucked up. <laughs> and I was like, I can't talk to any drug dealers. I gotta go. <laughs> and i love that right. book too Doyen, but when you when you live in that life or adjacent to that life that's right. not how you look at it you look at it and you see all the things that they did wrong so you know how mm-hmm. to do it right mm-hmm. now and you know not to make those same mistakes and that's how they mm-hmm. look at it. right i just exactly. want sister soldier to know that if anybody, she at least deterred me from getting into the drug game. <laughs> because Look, you were on as long as, she touched, as long as she touched one. <laughs> right. I'm from the south side, I told oh, you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so, Robin, um, can you tell us a little bit about... Well, I don't know. I want you to encourage people to run for office, not me, mm. but to encourage other people who look like us and in our age demographic to run for I, office. Is it hard? Am I going to have to give up all of my life? No, it, you know, it's all about what office 
you know, what office you run for. Honestly, even the mayor of our hometown, the job description is part time. Mm. So you so, still got to work? I mean, it's fifty. I mean, it's fifty thousand dollars <laughs> for part time, but it's still listed no. as part time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and even our selectmen, I think they they might have got a raise or two since I was back at home, but it's eighteen thousand dollars a year for. Mm. Oh yeah, I knew. I I knew selectmen had. To oh work. yeah, yeah. I knew, like yeah. selectmen, they got to work. Like city councilmen, they got to work. Um, so it's you know yeah. it's eighteen thousand dollars a year, yeah. but it's literally. You know, you talking to people and going to a couple of meetings a month and, you know, mm-hmm. voting on things that are important to your community. So it's not like it's, you know, taking of all of your time, but it is a responsibility. Um, so I mm-hmm. don't want to make anybody think that, you know, run for office and it's just going to be a breeze because it is definitely a responsibility. But if you're passionate about things and you want to make that change, then running for a local office is honestly the best way to do it. Um And it's not this big, drawn out, hard process as people make running for office to be, especially locally, especially small, you know, smaller areas, smaller towns. Um, You do need to, you know, check with your with your, um, you know, city clerk's office to see what the requirements are. Um, Normally, it's literally just a petition that you need to get signed um, by however many Hmm. citizens is required, plus a filing fee. Some counties, depending on the time limit. Um, I know in some counties in Florida, the last last election I did down in Orange County, in Florida, you have to make the decision to run almost two years ahead of time. Mm, And you can do that just with petition and a filing fee. But if you don't make the decision in time, you have to not only do the petition, but you then have to do a percentage of your population in cash, (laughs) Mm, which ends up being a couple of thousand dollars. Right. So it can be expensive depending on where you're living and depending on when you decide to make this move to try to run for office. Um, but normally it's not expensive to just, you know, throw your name in the hat as long as you do it on time. So can you like do like a, a so GoFundMe? <laughs> no, you, and it's, you absolutely can. Um, you do have to, you know, as we've heard in the last couple of years, you know, campaign finance is a real thing, even in local politics. So you do have to turn in and report every single dollar that you get in, be it from GoFundMe, from family members, from your savings account, <laughs> like mm-hmm. from wherever. You do have except to report everything. Uh, well, yeah, except for Trump. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he goes okay. by no rules that we know of. <laughs> right. So, the, uh, Doyen, you prompted a, another question for me. So it's kind of a two-parter. So, Robin, I guess what you're telling us is, A, it's very important that we have a campaign manager or someone like you who plays that role so that we know the rules, we don't get caught up, we get things done on time. And also the funding part sounds scary. And I know you just said it's not that bad, but if you can expound a little bit more just about the importance of making sure you have a competent manager or at least someone who's going to research this for you and help you and how you can fund because I would assume once you start actually running and doing ads and stuff like that, it might right. get a little pricey. So you definitely want somebody in your corner, somebody that's going to know the rules, know the laws, um, keep you in line, your checks and balances, especially when the money's involved, because that puts you kind of in the line of, you know, legal action if you mess up some money. It can get expensive depending on where you are and your your budget is honestly going to go toward advertising um, because 
okay. running for office is a high school popularity contest. <laughs> like it is name wow. recognition. It is name recognition. It is name recognition. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, you've got your. It is name recognition. Be it it, good is, it or is. Bad. Be it good. Be it good or bad. Um, like you can have. You know, you've got to have your pa- your platform. You've got to know what your passion is, and you've got to push that out. So, like my thing with campaign management is, I believe in common sense and fair campaigning, which means standing on your platform and that's it especially today like you know 15 years ago you can bash your opponent and everybody is like "Ooh!" but now once you start bashing your opponent it's you know well you're not a good person right because you're bashing your opponent and because you know you're talking down about this so people really just want you now to stand on your platform like you know pick your passions stand on your platform and just literally redial repeat the whole time (laughs) like do not get into battles with you know this person said this about you nope it doesn't matter because my main concern is making sure that we get all the homeless off the street or making sure that we get more money for education like that's my platform that's what i want to do and if you stand on that you're good when it comes to advertising i mean radio and tv are expensive Um, so you definitely need donors. I don't suggest that anybody jumps into an election blind without at least having some type of financial plan for how to make it through today mm-hmm. through election day. And call um, me if you want to go social because okay. that's what I do. I see. I got you. <laughs> and that's the thing, like social media, like the like even the last election that I ran, you know, she was wanting to go out and buy, you know, ten thousand t shirts. And I was like, no, your social media presence need to pick up. Like, that's where people are going to see you at now. Like, you passing by somebody in the store with a t-shirt on, I mean, that's cute and all, (laughs) but (laughs) let's get about 10 of those t-shirts just for the people that go canvassing for you. (laughs) So how feasible is it for me to clean up my social media? (laughs) (laughs) It is very, and the thing is, it is is very feasible (laughs) for you to go back and clean it up. The thing is, with you know majority of the people that are that start to run for office unless you're going for you know a senator or a congressman and if you know if your name is out there so big right now then yes somebody might be tracking you but if you're just yeah. kind of your hometown mechanic who goes to the board meetings and everybody knows me so I think I should run you're probably not in too big a risk for people to dig up old stuff or people already have a record of you <laughs> So you're fine with just going gotcha. in reverse and going, okay, that doesn't sound right. Let me delete this one. Let me delete this picture <laughs> of me smoking weed. Let me delete this picture of this gun on my page. Gotcha. <laughs> Let me delete, you know. Gotcha. So you're pretty good in that standpoint. Um, but social media is very important. I always tell people all the time, do not wait until the day before it's time to run to decide you want to run because it's too late. <laughs> it's too late for people. Okay. It's too late for people <laughs> like you. <laughs> Ah, at that point uh, like you you've built a reputation for yourself and if the election is two years from now you need to start campaigning today and when i say campaigning that doesn't mean t-shirts and signs that means being nice to people that means making the proper social media content (laughs) that means (laughs) you know post starting to you know kind of re-gear what you say on social media and in public (laughs) where Mm -hmm. people kind of start to change their perception of you 
because we mm-hmm. all know the the person in high school or college that was you know not necessarily liked by everybody and in small towns if i didn't like you in high school i probably don't like you 20 years from now <laughs> <laughs> you know and that's just that small town high school mentality that carries on with people that stay in the same place for a long time so if mm-hmm. you made negative comments about somebody they whole family probably don't like you <laughs> so don't mm-hmm. count on their vote <laughs> Unless you start mm. to change this perception about yourself over time. And it takes that time. So don't expect to, you know, well, the last couple of months I've been really speaking to people and I've been <laughs> kissing babies and kissing asses and everything else, but they still didn't vote for me. Well, yeah, because you started too late. Hmm. And honestly, I think that's part of what made Trump win was because he had this positive, for some reason, um, the positive, you know, perception like when he was a cute little reality show person 10 20 years well even 10 years ago like people you know black people were rapping about him he was in tv shows and things like that and i think that's what helped carry him through all the bullshit and get him elected right it did i mean he had (laughs) he had his celebrity and he had people already had this preconceived notion of him being just this rich businessman and that's Mm -hmm. all they saw and it didn't really matter what he said after that. <laughs> they right. didn't care mm. because I still, they just saw this celebrity. And that works, you know, for you and against you. You know, if you've already got a, a negative connotation on you already, then it's going to work negatively against you. If you're positive right now, then it's going to, I- you know, it's going to work positively for you. So it just, you know, it depends on, you know, the person you are now, the person you were then. I'm going to come back to uh, him in a minute. Also, I've been asking the same question for I don't know how long, but my mic is on mute. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. So, you swear um, you me. So <laughs> I swear I'm back. I was like, damn, they really just going to act like I'm not asking. <laughs> and I kind of forgot what that question was. I'm gonna let you Listen, think of it. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on involvement a little, uh, for a second. Go ahead. Um, why you keep uh, that's that was actually about oh, to be my question. Go um, right ahead. So like so like I said earlier, so like with involvement and finding your passion and figuring out like what you want to do. So like even right now, like I said, I just moved to the Midwest in this smaller town than where I just came from. So it's very whitewashed. I don't see a whole lot of black people. But I was like, okay. I want to be involved. Like, what do I need to do, like, to find these black people in my community? It's thirty dollars a year to join the NAACP nationally. Join, go like next, you know, this coming Saturday, I'm going to the NAACP meeting <laughs> because you know what? It's gonna be black people there, and I need them in my life. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. So yep. it's like it's the little things. Like, I mean, all these nonprofits, they are not turning away volunteers. Your boys and girls oh, clubs, like your boys and girls yeah. clubs, your animal shelters, mm-hmm. the nursing homes, the schools. Like if you go to one of these little daycares and go, you know, I just want to give some time to the kids. You know, can I come in and just, you know, read a story for, you know, 20 minutes a week? That's your end right there. You know, and you're giving back yeah. and you're showing these kids that there's somebody in my community besides these people that are paid to keep me here that actually care enough about me to come and speak to me. Or to come and talk right. to me, you know, me and one of the guys I actually mentored back when, back when I was back at home, 
every year we try to go home and like have a, a workshop with the Boys and Girls Club back home um, just because, you know, they see the same people every day. They want to see somebody that right. got out, that did something different. And it, it right. helps a whole lot, you know, more so than you think it does. So I'm like, it doesn't have to be this big grand adventure and, you know, let me write a plan and let me, you know, find some funding and do this thing myself. I'm like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. There's enough stuff out there for you to jump in and join. And if you do want to start your own, you need to start here first. <laughs> you know, you kind of need to know what yeah. you're getting into yeah. before you do that. Um you know, same thing with like city council meetings. They're public. They're made for the public. You're the mm -hmm. public. Go to them. <laughs> you know, it's like you complaining mm -hmm. on Facebook does not get you any answers mm -hmm. or any understanding. <laughs> you know, and it's like, and a lot of people mm -hmm. I've heard, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, you know, well, I don't want to go to them meetings because I don't know what they'd be talking about. Well, you don't have to understand to go. You go to get the understanding. Right. And that's kind of what I wanted to, uh, I, that was, well, it wasn't a question. It was more of a prompt. I wanted to kind of get you to circle back to involvement and engagement just because having a passion is not going to be enough for you to be a politician. <laughs> so, I, so I'm glad you tied that back in because everybody's not meant Absolutely. to play that role. Like I feel, I feel like I am not, meant to be a politician but I do have passions about certain things and I can be involved and so I guess I wanted you to demystify the whole running process which I think you did because we definitely do need more young black people running but also we need to get involved right. in our community and when you say like just the trigger word young people young people stop thinking that well, that's, you know, all them old people do that. And they didn't set all these rules and I don't want to get involved because they ain't going to listen to me no way. Stop. The only way you're going to change yeah. an old system is by bringing enough young people in it to bring those new ideas to it. You know, your select person or your older person, they're not going to know that you have these gripes and concerns unless you talk to them. You know, if, you know, going back to our, our hometown references, it's like, let's say Carver Street got paved and Half Mile didn't. Well, Carver Street got paved because their, mm -hmm. their citizens went and spoke up to their select person and said, hey, we got all these potholes. Right. This is what's important to us. And Half Mile, they didn't say nothing. So they didn't mm -hmm. get paid. Right. You know, it's like you just, you have to speak right. up sometimes. Like they are elected to serve you. Like, I mean, don't think they you do boy or nothing, but... <laughs> <laughs> like they are open to suggestions and ideas and, you know, just go talk to them. I mean, they have meetings and town halls where you can see these people, their phone numbers are public, their emails are public. You know, you can send your ideas or your concerns to these people and they will listen to you if you make your voice strong enough. So it's like you don't have to be in office to be heard. And there's so many organizations out there that, like, like you said, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. When these big bills come up, there's so many organizations out there that will draft an email for you, for you to mm -hmm. email your representative. They will even, even give you a script of what to say when you call. And I've, I've done that 
plenty of times. Like they literally draft the email for you and all you do uh-huh. is insert your name. <laughs> like, and that, because, you know, that takes some right. of the fear out of it. And like you said, they're going to listen, but you do have to make your voice strong. So every voice counts exactly. in that. I did want you to kind of tie. So we did talk about local elections and local involvement because that was important. And I'm going to put you on the spot just a little bit, but I know you can handle it. (laughs) So on the national level, can you just speak to a little bit what it is we have to do? Where did we go wrong as a party? Where have we gone wrong? How did we get here? And more specifically, because it just kind of I don't know it gets under my skin a lot when people like to throw around well we voted for him well he won and like no we didn't vote for him he (laughs) lost by a huge margin but it's our antiquated system it is. is how he won so where did we go wrong and what can we do what can we do to fight a system that is designed for us, it's Hamilton's fault. It's so, you know what? It's, right. <laughs> it's so funny, and I will tell you, it's it honestly. I mean, even when people start at the nat, you know, national level, it honestly starts at your local level because just with the because okay, with the redistrict right. districting of your maps and um. how precincts are built and how they are designed to flow a little more red in most states, especially our state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So at that local level, it's electing the right people to get those maps straight. And then once the map gets straight kind of in your hometown, that, of course, readjusts the maps for the state. So then once Mm. that state map is fixed, then that, of course, readjusts the problem for the nation. So it does... Mm. You know, usually, you know, shit flows down, but this time it actually does flow up mm-hmm. <laughs> um, in these situations. Mm. So, you know, the same way you would talk to your city or county officials is the same way you would talk to your state elected officials. Because they are the ones that are now in the White House that are going to make these changes that you want to make make happen. Um, the Electoral College for all my life has been the biggest crock of bullshit I've ever heard of in my life. <laughs> right. It makes no sense in today, you know, mm-hmm. and I know that people feel very pretty much taken aback by, of course, you know, how things turned out, like how could he lose by 3000, by 3 million votes <laughs> and still be sitting right. at the highest seat in the land, mm-hmm. you know, and I know that, you know, kind of kills people in their souls about how to happen. And it's, you know, I've heard the, you know, what's the point? You know, why should I vote? I'm not voting again because of this and because of that. And, you know, I tell people all the time, still going back to that local level, like, you know, first change the people that directly affect you, which is these hometown elections. Like this directly affects you. This affects your because you have no electoral exactly. college in your hometown. Exactly. It is, it is vote, vote by vote. vote. It is vote by vote in every single election except for <laughs> the presidential. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, never think that your vote does not count. Like it definitely, it 100% right. does. And it's not going to change the, the view of the presidential election is not going to change until our voter numbers get up. 
until they get high enough to have enough of our party in office to make that change nationally. And one thing I didn't, I guess, notice this time around was literally if it wasn't for Electoral College, we wouldn't have had George W. (laughs) Right. And we would not have Trump. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's frustrating. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, and it it is. I mean, I tell people all the time, like, I mean, I get it. Like, it it is very frustrating, but that does not mean stop. Um. You know, even in this past election, I mean, even in kind of the the downsides, there were still these little bright pockets of light um, in kind of all those elections. Even, you know, as hard as the loss in Florida was to us, <laughs> we yeah. still got closer than we ever have right. to, you know, getting our party yeah. member, getting a black man <laughs> in office in that state, you know, so it doesn't mean that it won't happen the next time. Um, same thing for Mississippi and that Jesus, that race. Yeah. Um, with that slave mistress. Yeah. <laughs> so, mm. so, you know, but still like looking at the looking at the map of Mississippi and seeing how much more of it went blue or even, you know, that light shade of purple. <laughs> yeah. You know, was yeah. Something that had never happened before. Even well, it, in Texas with Beto, like red districts went blue. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, you can tell. I mean, it's definitely a change at a times. You know, no changes overnight. Um, so you definitely have to, you know, just kind of keep pushing. You know, don't get discouraged. Don't stop voting. Don't stop registering people to vote. Don't stop telling people to vote. <laughs> you know, Chris, no, I was in a van picking up everybody I saw outside of the streets. <laughs> like we went in the projects and knocked on doors and I had people tell me at noon, you know, I'm still in bed. Okay, I'll be back at two. <laughs> like the polls don't close at seven. Like I'm gonna give you time to get dressed. I'll be back. <laughs> like, you know, just don't we did not give people excuses. Like, you know, mm-hmm. this is your right. People fought so hard for this like get up let's go like right. i just don't give people excuses you know oh you're not registered okay we're gonna go take you to vote anyway and we're gonna see what come up in the system <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah i mean because i had a lot see. of people just say you know well i hadn't voted in 20 years so i don't know if i'm still on the books or you know i yes, just don't i don't know if i can vote because it is okay well we're gonna go <laughs> And we're going to see what the computer say. <laughs> like, yeah, you just can't give, yeah, you can't give yeah. up on it. I think I got all of my questions out of the way. Ladies, do you have any other questions for our expert? I don't, but this was so helpful. And just thinking about ways to continue to engage like the people in my community and thinking of different ways that I can be engaged in politics. Yeah, it's definitely not. I mean, I get how it can be uh, very intimidating. Right. Um, But if you start small, like I think that's where people get, they get intimidated, they jump in real big, and then they get discouraged because it's not a pretty game. Like politics is not a pretty game. So it's like people jump in and they get so heavy in it. So it's like it bogs them down, they get burnt out, and then they just go go away. (laughs) And they go have a seat in their house and they don't come back out again. So that, you know, my suggestion is always See, that like, would be start me. small, <laughs> like pick something you can do, you know, 15 minutes a week to start out 
like don't push yourself too heavy yeah. <laughs> you know most city mm-hmm. board meetings are once a month you know go to the board meeting sit in the back jot some notes down you don't have to talk to nobody just sit there and listen and you go okay well that wasn't so bad so i'm gonna go back next month you know until you build yourself up strong enough to then go okay well no i got a question i'm gonna see if i can get put on the agenda for next month because i need to say this or i might need mm-hmm. to you know i didn't like the way my selectman voted on this so i'm gonna go and call him or go to his next town hall and we're gonna talk about it because i didn't really like the way he went on this you know, so I mean, it's it, but it's starting small and taking those baby steps to get to where, you know, you're comfortable enough to have the conversations with people because you don't. And if even if you never get comfortable, at least you're going and you're learning and you're being involved. Y'all, I feel like we're being mm. so responsible. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Robin. We thank you thank so much. You. And <laughs> we're going to move on into our and also um, we're going to put. Wait, Robin, do you care if we put your socials in? Oh no, you can't. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> we're gonna put, we're gonna put Robin's socials in the show notes because my desire is for someone to hear this and think, you know what? I either need to find out some more ways to get involved, or let me find out the beginning steps for running for a local office in my town. So we're gonna put all of Robin's uh, socials in the show notes so that you can get in contact with him. And then we're just going to move on to doing the favorite part of the show. <laughs> so, Doya, why don't you go first? Who are you going um, to drink for So, I am already getting pretty excited, kind of pre-irritated with the Democratic Party and Twitter in general. But I am super excited <laughs> to see like the whisperings of people who are looking to run for president in 2020. And mm-hmm. so I am buying a drink for everybody that is running for president <laughs> in 2020. A very <laughs> hypothetical drink because I don't have money to buy all y'all drinks because it's a lot of people. <laughs> but I just... I'm super excited. I think we might hear about Kamala in the next week or so. Um, I'm yeah. sure Biden's mm-hmm. going to run. Um, Uncle Joe. Bernie's going to run again. Uh, Beto might be somewhere in that mix. Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren was the first one who actually officially claimed it. I think Julian Castro <laughs> is. I don't know if that's his first name. I know his last name's Castro, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, he's running, and I'm just excited <laughs> to see people coming forward. And did Cole he was going to run or not? I don't think or he, he has officially yet. So just okay. excited okay. to see new blood. <laughs> so, <laughs> drinks on <laughs> So, Becca, who are you buying a drink for? I am buying a drink for Ethel. Mm-hmm. Enough said. Yes. Enough said. <laughs> here, here. A, a nice uh, caramel apple mm-hmm. in China. I don't know when prohibition happened. Anyways. <laughs> Robin, who would you like to oh, buy a goodness, drink for let's tonight? See. I am going to buy a drink for y'all sorority sister, my mother. <laughs> um, she was the original she um yes her fraternity sweetheart back in 56 
<laughs> right. Uh, yes, the woman who gave me the understanding of of giving and giving back. Um, so I definitely want to buy her a drink. She doesn't drink anymore, but her drink of choice back in the day was Old Granddaddy, which is this strong whiskey. What? Yes. I was say what? <laughs> yes. That was her drink of choice back in the day. <laughs> old granddaddy. Old granddaddy. Is that like a label? Like, is that so a actual drink, or is it just a mixed cocktail? Or oh no no no, that's an actual. You get that in. That's on the label on the no, bottle. No no no. Oh <laughs> yeah, wow, that's- I've never heard of it. <laughs> now I feel bad for knowing what it is. <laughs> oh, okay, so um, I'm going to buy two drinks. My first round of drinks goes to all of the Game of Thrones friends yeah. and family out there. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> if I was really, if I wasn't so intoxicated, <laughs> I, would, I, might, I might attempt to sing The Reigns of Castamere, but I don't think I can do it. So anyway, <laughs> I just Man, that little mm-hmm. teaser they showed, my mouth was wide open and I can't wait. I have a Game of Thrones group chat where Doyen's sister is wait, one of the members. Why am I not in this group chat? Say that. <laughs> I feel you know a way. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't feel Ooh. away. Don't feel away. Don't feel away. I, wait, don't feel away because I did not create the group chat, okay? <sighs> I named it, but I didn't create it. But I'm going to put you in the group chat. I didn't <sighs> think about it. Charge it to my head and not my heart. I love you. <laughs> the North remembers. <laughs> we're definitely going to add you. You would love it because we were tossing around theories yesterday just off of that little clip because, wow. And then I also want to buy a more serious drink. Once again, take a note from one of our favorite pods, uh, Harry Potter and the Sacred Text. So I want to buy a drink and I want to offer up a prayer for just all of these federal workers who are having to go to work and get a check. Mm -hmm. And we are definitely going to offer up prayers for you. I don't don't know how you do it, but I thank you. And uh, that's all I have. So Doyen, let all these people know how they can get in contact with I almost with tuned y'all out stuff. over Game of Thrones, but I came back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what? Doyen, you're, you're the only There's person a lot in America, of people in America who does that not watch it. I am sensitive. No, I, you're the you only know person. That. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to know what happened on the episode so I can get the memes. So y'all can always just tell me like a quick blurb and I'll be a-okay. Just tag. That's not how this works. <laughs> right. We don't just, know Johnny just at me. You know, <laughs> do the sisterly thing. Anyways, um, on social media, you can check us on Instagram. We are Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing our bad decisions one at a time. And then on Twitter, we are PLD Pod. I keep trying to tell y'all, 2 a.m. Twitter is lit. Insomnia Twitter is the best. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I don't know if it's because of the Tumblr um, drought, but lately, there's been a lot of porn on my timeline. There is ass like, all over my Twitter. What kind of Twitter do y'all have? <laughs> Twitter after <Girl>. dark. 
no, what happened was right. I used to be involved in a little Twitter after dark, but you know, it was in another life. All my Tumblr friends who used to post all that stuff on Tumblr, yeah. they shut them off on is. Tumblr. Now they moving all that stuff over to Twitter. <laughs> and now I can't even open my Twitter at work. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> definitely going to go look at your followers. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, um, like, night Twitter. It's legit. Oh, oh and yes. merch. So, Which check us out at C. We actually have some new shirts coming up in the next couple of weeks, but um, we definitely have a for life decision Boxing. shirt and mug, and it definitely says may contain alcohol. If you contain alcohol, you need that shirt or mug. I'm just telling you now. <laughs> I started to take a picture in my shirt the other day, but I have a two huge zips this like, right on my chin. <laughs> I look like the Wicked Witch of the West, and it's like I cannot take this picture and post this. Shirt I too it's have like, chins. Hello. <laughs> and I am willing to confess that they are a thousand percent due to my poor life. I am not willing to confess because I don't typically have acne. I don't typically have acne prone skin, but you know, lack of water, lack of sleep. Lots of sugar. I was told it was also hormonal, so I'm going to blame it on that. It is. It is hormonal. Uh. (laughs) We just gave y'all a little. (laughs) So anyway, thank y'all for joining us. You know where to find us. Talk to us. We talk back. Robin, we thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Robin. You're welcome. Anytime. I I meant to applaud. Right. We will definitely have you back. Y'all, Robin is like a renaissance man. Like, this is not his only area of expertise. So just, just <laughs> Hello, like, Robin. Also, 2020 soon comes, so we're going to have to talk about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yes, yes, yes. Thank y'all. Bye. We love y'all. Bye. This right here is my sway. Sway. All the girls are on me. Damn. Every. Pay attention. This right here is my pretty boy sweat. Pretty boy sweat. Pretty boy sweat. Pretty boy sweat. Girls on my dick. Pretty boy sweat. Girls on my name. Pretty boy sweat.